Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon And I'm Emma Gray And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about drama on other podcasts. That's right. We're back with another news and gossip episode. It's been a while, and there is some drama going down within the nation of official Bachelor podcasts. Yeah, a very small nation these days, and yet one with a lot of drama. We love doing a podcast about podcasts. It's not our usual fare, but... Honestly, I feel like I I live for this shit. (laughs) Let's get into it. Uh... Big changes for Bachelor Nation podcasts and over the last couple of months. Clickbait has been canceled, apparently. Um, no more clickbait. I'm sure we're all pretty Devastated. torn up about that. <laughs> Whenever I hear about clickbait and I don't like really listen to it unless there's an important interview that I want to hear, I'm like, oh yeah, the concept of this podcast is that they talk about like clickbait news articles. Like, that's why it's called clickbait. Right. There's always a random segment where they're just like, let's talk about today's clickbait. Ten ways to lock your man down for the holidays or something. It's, <laughs> I, I feel like a very, a very tenuous central concept, I'm going to say. Yeah. So they, they did put that one out to pasture. But Bachelor Happy Hour remains. It is now the only official Bachelor podcast. During an Instagram AMA recently, Becca Kufrin addressed a follower who had asked whether Bachelor Happy Hour would be returning um, because the last new episode of the pod was released on March 28th, and it was Becca, without her co-host Michelle, um, interviewing the newly engaged couple, Zach and Katie, coming off of The Bachelor. So 
fans noticed that like new episodes were not being put out and they were like, what's going on here? And Becca finally addressed a question about it. And she said, you know, it's just time for some different things. She kind of got choked up a little bit talking about it and was like, I've been doing this for three, for more than three years. I'm so grateful. Um, And people kind of assumed that this meant that all of the Bachelor Nation podcasts were done. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then on Tuesday, the Bachelor Happy Hour Instagram account posted a teaser saying that a big announcement was coming soon. And they also released, like, an audio teaser recorded just by, I guess, like, a random woman from maybe from (laughs) iHeart, their new production partner. Yeah, not a Bachelor Uh, person. Yeah, not a Bachelor person, which called Bachelor Happy Hour the only official Bachelor podcast, so confirmation that the others had been officially canceled, and saying that there would be two new hosts. And this seemed to not have been information that was necessarily shared clearly with Becca Kufrin and Michelle Young. And it seemed from that announcement that they would not get a chance to, like, do a send-off or goodbye episode. Yeah, it's sort of unclear what went down behind the scenes. We'll try to unpack what we do know. I imagine they were told that they were done doing the show. Um, But it seems like, it seems odd that they wouldn't be given the opportunity to do a goodbye episode. Later on Tuesday, the Instagram account posted the new key art for the podcast with new hosts and married Bachelor in Paradise couple Joe Amabile and Serena Pitt doing sort of like a newlywed clench together. (laughs) This, I will say, they posted their first episode together before they updated the podcast art. So that first episode went out, at least on my feed, under the really? art with Becca and Michelle. Oh my God, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, it has been updated now. Uh, so great job, everyone, getting that swapped. They are the new hosts, and they put out a statement saying, we are so excited to be the new hosts of Bachelor Happy Hour. We both love podcasting, and getting the opportunity to work together on a podcast about the show we fell in love on is incredibly special to us. The fans have been so supportive of our journey, and we hope they welcome us with open arms. We have big shoes to fill. It's going to be amazing to have another way to connect with fans, sharing more about our our experiences, both on and off screen. In addition to recapping the show alongside our Bachelor Nation friends who shared their own love stories. A lot, a lot to unpack here. I mean, we also love podcasting. We so do. I feel like a deep soul connection with Joe and Serena. We're the same. We're, We're the, the same, same as Joe and Serena. And and here's the thing. Joe was previously one of the hosts of Clickbait. Mm-hmm. Um, Serena had, I think, filled in a bunch for Michelle on yeah. Bachelor Happy Hour. Uh she had she had taken some some stints as a guest host. Yeah. And I think at least Serena does have charisma. It's it's just wild the the failing up of it all for Joe. He's like notoriously the worst clickbait host on a podcast that is like never been considered very good, I think. <laughs> he's like the the anchor dragging them down and they're like he's the one we need to rescue from the wreckage of our podcasts and place at the front of our 
only also, remaining flagship pod. Just gonna say, of all of the podcast hosts in their whole universe, Joe is perhaps the only like pure white bread man. And yeah. he is the one who got this plum. They're job. always like building things around Joe, the solid white man who doesn't have any skills in podcasting. I'm like, you had Brian, <laughs> you had Mike Johnson. You had Tia, you had Natasha. I will Obviously, say they, they lost a lot of hosts who were just like, I cannot continue to be a podcaster for this franchise anymore because yeah, of like all uh, the of racism. racism. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they deeply alienated people like Rachel Lindsay. Um, I think Rachel and Becca were a really good, really solid yeah. podcasting combo. Um, that was and the they golden were really, age. That was the golden age. And frankly, I think Becca learned a lot from Rachel and like really she was a pretty good interviewer. She really took the reins of the show. Happy hour was leaps and bounds in my mind better than clickbait. Yeah. In the limited amount I listened to both. So this just, this, this choice seems a little (laughs) bit odd. Not, not like I have nothing. I don't think we have like a vendetta against Joe and Serena. Like it just, yeah. The optics of it all felt a little off. And I've always liked Serena. Serena is charming. Yes. She is Serena's so charming. Someone you you don't mind listening to. Joe is one of those guys where I'm like, I think he peaked at being a night one guy who was so charming Cute. and likable. <laughs> and he does keep getting with these really likable women. So, so there we, must be something going on there. But everything else, like, the more he talks or the more I find out about him, the more I'm like, uh... uh, uh say less. Say less, Joe. <laughs> Retreat a little bit more into the background. <laughs> I also think what added to the ickiness that I felt is that Thomas Jacobs, Becca's fiancé, um, took to Instagram stories and ma- made, a few, made a few comments alluding to the fact that perhaps... Becca and Bachelor Happy Hour had not parted on the best of terms. He said first that he's, quote, not exactly thrilled with some of the decisions, the directions that have been going on behind the scenes over the last several months. Um, And on a Bachelor Happy Hour Instagram post, a listener wrote that they wished Becca and Michelle could have said goodbye and, like, done an intro episode welcoming the new hosts. And Thomas responded, yeah, we would have liked that too, shrugging emoji. This obviously created headlines, so he followed up with another Instagram story, expounding a little further and clarifying that, like, his comments were not an attack on charity, charity season, or on Joe and Serena specifically. He said, there was a business decision that was made. That's a decision that I don't even disagree with. What I am disappointed in and distancing myself from is that there is a right way and a wrong way to do things. Over the last three months, I've witnessed an absolute masterclass in how you should not implement change, how you should not roll out new strategies, and how you absolutely should not treat people. This is in no way meant to be a distraction or take away from anything that Charity is doing. We want her to have an incredible experience as Bachelorette. This is in no way about who's hosting a podcast. Serena was born for this role, and I hope her and Joe crush it. <laughs> Very telling Ser- choice of who Serena to say was, was born, born for this role. For <laughs> this is about looking negligence in the face and deciding I don't want anything to do with it. I mean, it's 
it's bananas to me. It was such I I don't understand how it wasn't an easy thing to have unofficial handover podcast. There is also a way to be transparent about business decisions that you are making. Like everyone who hosts these shows know knows that they are contract employees. They do not own the IP. They are not permanently attached to these shows, but they invest a lot of time and energy in it. I know that people, you know, are asked to fill in for no pay sometimes. Um, And yeah, you would expect that, especially someone like Becca, who has put in a ton of work for this franchise, would would be treated with at least like a basic level of respect, being told, we think it's time for new hosts. This is the decision that we're making. We would love you, you and Michelle, to help out in the transition. Yeah. But that is easy. It costs them nothing. And instead to have clearly handled this in a way that left everyone feeling totally disrespected, it's just like such a self-own on the part of Warner Brothers. Yeah. I think if they're worried that Becca and or Michelle would be offended and not receptive to it, you know, that's going to happen either way. You have to at least try to handle it in a way that allows them to maintain their dignity, feel good about the transition, feel like part of it. And instead they chose a path where even if there was some inkling in both Michelle and Becca's minds of, like, maybe it's time to move on from doing this show, they still end up feeling potentially really disrespected by how it went down and feeling discarded. And creating this, like, stir around the optics of the decision that I'm sure they did not want to happen. Right. That's what I mean by self-owned. Like, they just, they really shot themselves in the foot with yeah. how much they bungled this transition. And they're in and this I, place now where they're they're quietly cutting ties with, you know, a Black woman who is part of their franchise, one of the only ones who is still seemingly willing to be associated with yeah. their franchise after, you know, being associated with them for a while. And with a longtime host who is currently pregnant, which is also kind of a troubling look. So you would really hope you would, you would think they would want to try to smooth out that whole optic as much as possible. I will say that Becca and Michelle have both been really willing to use the Bachelor Happy Hour platform to interrogate issues within the franchise. Yeah. And so it feels retaliatory. Really, yeah, it feels very gross yeah. to me to, to cut ties with them. And we're in not, this way. We can't, we don't know any. We don't know what happened. We're not here to say like, oh, she was fired because she was pregnant. No, or we, we they have were no fired idea. because of what they had said about the show's issues no. with race or or similar. I think we are we are talking about the optics and the way yeah, that this is now feeling. On. This is now yeah. the way it is feeling because of their negligence. And I feel like that is what Thomas is speaking to, at least in yeah. my mind. Like there is a way to make this transition feel empowering for everyone like yeah there is a way to and then there is a way to treat people with utter disrespect they keep making these decisions like oh we're getting rid of mike fleiss we're fixing racism by getting rid of mike fleiss we're we're doing this we're doing that we're promoting the right people you keep making decisions that expose you to this kind of criticism so it seems like at some point you should be 
able to start avoiding some of these obvious pitfalls, but it just keeps happening and speaks to something that seems really ingrained in the franchise and the franchise culture. I I also, like, <laughs> was really alarmed reading some of the comments, comments. on the official oh. post. I saw at least one that was like, I'm sure Becca has her hands full now that she's, like, having a baby. So... Well, this is great. And I was like, I'm sorry. Are we just like happy for pregnant women to be losing their jobs now? Is that is that what we Oh, I, she doesn't need a job. She's gonna have her hands full reproducing. You sent that to me. And when I tell you I screamed and then like felt sick to my stomach, I it was just like what are we doing here? Yeah. Also like, oh, yay, this pregnant woman is losing a very steady gig of hers yeah, that she's been doing for want. three years. That's what, put put her back in, in the home only where she belongs. Don't give yeah. her a mic. Don't yeah. let her speak publicly. Like it just, yeah, ugh, it's just all, all of the optics and all of the messaging, intentional or not, is very ugly. And then you get to the actual product. Yeah. We listened to the first Jones Serena episode. Claire Claire made it through into the second episode. I only made it through yeah. that first 25-minute episode. I and did take a long break at around 11 minutes in the first episode. <laughs> I had to sleep on it. I was like, I need, I need some time off. <laughs> it's, listen, again, Serena is likable. She's charming. She brings some energy. The first episode is basically a 25-minute phone call between a couple <sighs> about their schedule. <laughs> yeah. I oh Like my have God. you ever Every- just really wanted to listen to a phone call of your your friends who are married talking about like their travel schedule and how they called each other when there was a delay but then there was like an update and then they were going to get an update in 30 minutes. And then there was a bus, but then there was a car. Um, yeah. At one yeah, point, you know, one of those very topical <laughs> conversations. At, at one point, Joe was like, this is a boring story. But I went to dinner in Las Vegas. He was at his bachelor party. This was what all the flight uh, delays were about. I feel like, like that was I an opportunity. I went out to dinner and it was at 530. So it was really early. And Serena was like, was that the whole story? And he was like, yes. I mean, Joe (laughs) had not slept, it seemed, in like 24 hours. Uh, I guess I was just like, why wouldn't you delay taping then if he has not slept? Yeah, they're like, we had to get up at 7 a.m. to record this urgent message about how we have so many weddings to go to this summer. Or do a 10-minute episode where you just hop on and say, we're so excited. This is what you can expect from us. Yeah. We're we're ready to dig into charity season. We're ready to bring on these guests. Joe has had a hell of a last 72 hours, so he needs to go sleep, but we'll see you back here next week. Like, it is, dear Lord. I'm concerned that maybe there actually is a big audience of people who are like, I am dying to hear (laughs) Joe and Serena talking about their their travel plans and this how is, hectic their summer is going to be for 20 the minutes. There is, I, I can enjoy some like pretty boring conversations if the people have like some good energy and banter and I'm happy to hear just about your life as a couple, but that can't be the intro episode. 
And it can't have like such poor sound quality. Like these people need new mics. Yeah, what was going on with the audio? I don't know. The audio wasn't good. It was just like, is this a professional production or not? Like, why is this the way that you were like, this is definitely the best way to introduce these two. I You would think an editor would listen and be like, let's just put out the announcement. <laughs> Axe this. <laughs> Clean up the recap. Like I I I don't I'm I think they were they were trying to hit the uh the deadline of charity's premiere recap. I think they taped it right afterwards. They did, but just then just release that. I Yeah, it was I again am honestly flabbergasted at all of these choices and yeah. Serena seems absolutely lovely and she at le- least brought some some delightful energy to the dynamic yeah, but but it does it does absolutely smack of like getting rid systematically or through ne- neglect all of their most talented and insightful yeah. podcast hosts and replacing them with people who are either not very thoughtful or very young, you know, Serena and is pliable. Yeah, like and they're they're there to sell the franchise, to talk about their love story, to sell the company line. It's unclear what we'll see from Serena. We don't have as much of her like, you know, record as we do with Joe. But, but we know Joe is a company man through and through. Exactly. And at least with Bachelor Happy Hour, sometimes you would see honest conversation and pushback, even though it still was. And you always had to bear in mind that it was a company product. Like, they really are just hollowing out right. anything worth having from their official podcasting Exactly. Venture. Like, I don't think that Becca Kufrin and Michelle Young were people that could be silenced or have their genuine thoughts stripped out when they were hosting a podcast. And that's, that is a loss. Like, I think the better move would have been to just have none of these, <laughs> have none yeah. of these shows. Um, but, but I think what we're seeing, to them. they like, are useful to yeah. them. And I understand why they would want to just have one. I think it makes sense, like financially, and also just not enough people were listening to all of them. But it's a bummer. I think for me, it's just like even more, okay, this is just a PR product. Mm-hmm. And That's if there's a big interview, mm-hmm. we can listen and hear what those PR statements are. And otherwise, this is not really useful at all. Yeah. Moving on. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with some more news and gossip. Can you keep up? I like Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful 
And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan, and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. And we are back. Let's get into a little Bachelor in Paradise news and goss. Because that's right. VIP has already started filming, filmed, and ended filming. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much content in the pipeline for us. And we have some reports about who we'll be seeing down at the beach via reality steve and and we've we've seen i think some teasers on 
social media from some cast as well. Yes, like Jessica Gerard. Yeah, Jessica Gerard is going to be down there. Kat Izzo, Mercedes Northup, Kat Carter, and what? Rachel Recchia. Hell yeah. Becca broke the seal. Now we're going to start seeing the leads. I know. And this, back. this one is even more wild than Becca because instead of being like a slightly removed celebrity coming down to the beach, Rachel has a bit of that aura, but also like half of the men in the cast are going to be people she dated rather seriously, like Tyler Norris and Avon Jones. Yes, who are also there. And I'm sure, I mean, for The Bachelor, that is a huge plus, right? Like, those are storylines we're already invested in. Like, is there still something between her and Avon? Is it going oh my to God. be I'm weird ready. for Tyler to, you know, <laughs> date again with, with Rachel on the beach? And... I don't know why Rachel would put herself in that position. I wonder if she's just like, whatever. I hope they, I I mean, my hope is that it's because they paid her a lot of money. I hope they paid her well. And I hope she, I hope she has a fun time. Yeah. Whenever someone's on the beach when I'm, where I'm like, why would they come back? My, my hoped for answer is always so much money. It probably isn't so much money, but I'm sure they made a tempting offer. Uh, Also there will be Blake Moynes, who I thought was done with this franchise forever. Hey, big player. Is he the new Chris Bukowski? Just like, (sighs) I've been put through the ringer by this franchise, I can't do it again, and I'm back. I will come back. (laughs) It's it's the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. And Nate Mitchell. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how all of this plays out. Yeah. Maybe took a beat last year while he was getting... Pummeled. Pummeled. And and now he's now he's back at it. Obviously, there will also be a bunch of charities suitors, but we don't want any spoilers for her season. So we will not be acknowledging reports of that yes. nature. Correct. We also got a very recent report from Reality Steve that Katie Thurston will be making an appearance on Paradise, not as a dater, which she had previously stated. But she is being brought down or was brought down to Mexico to have like an on-camera closure conversation with Blake Moynes, her ex-fiance. I hope that they do it like uh, like Kendall and Joe, where Blake is like about to get engaged. Like <laughs> Kat Izzo. And they're like, and here's Katie. Oh, God. I hope they don't do that to Katie. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. She had posted something like, in response to a question about whether she would be at, at, like, dating on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, there are already enough leads there, which I'm like, is it Rachel or are there going to be more there leads more? there? Who knows? There's usually, like, at least 30 people who But usually go down zero there, so. previous leads. So Yeah. I'm like, is there going to be more than one? People yeah. kept being like, we, we want Clayton for <laughs> maximum chaos. But oh, I, I kind of don't think he would i don't know well i have not heard anything saying that he would that's what i thought about blake but clayton i would be fair truly truly flabbergasted and we also have a fair amount of breakup and and new relationship gossip yeah uh, this happened a while ago but we have not done a news and goss episode in a while so we yeah. want to acknowledge that brandon and serene broke up 
Yeah, it was a the, little like a, like a month and a half ago. Yeah, gossip um, moves fast, Claire. It does, but we <laughs> we have to cover all that ground. We've of got a course. lot of stuff to catch up on in the last two months. They announced. I mean, Brandon and Serene were the golden couple. Oh yeah, just like Bachelor two little two little angel halos. And this is what always happens. We're like, oh, love is real. There's there's no couple more beautiful. And then I'm like, I'm sure they'll make it. I'm sure they'll make it. And then like three months later, you're like, the man cheated or something like yeah. horrible. <laughs> something bad happened. Yeah, they announced. Uh, May 8th, I believe, on Instagram that they had split and they released a joint Instagram statement with a black and white photo of them smiling and cuddling. I do love these breakup photos that are just like, here's a happy photo of us, but in black and white because R.I.P. I know that's that's how it always is. R.I.P. to us. (laughs) The statement underneath said, after many months today, we have just ultimately decided to end our engagement. We have tried to work privately on our relationship which has been incredibly challenging in the public eye. This has been immensely hard to accept and painful as there is a lot of love between the two of us. We are Mm. deeply hurting and can only ask that there be no hate. The best path for us at this time is to try and move forward and heal from this as individuals. It's sad. Also, it's so sad that like at this point, couples have to basically beg the public not to publicly like mass harass them when they break up. Yeah. Please. Please do not send us death threats as a result yeah. of this breakup. We come to you as supplicants. <laughs> Please do not hurt us. Uh, yeah, I think it, especially when you're, you're going through a breakup that might be really painful or unexpected to have to try to put that aside and to be like, that still doesn't mean that right. I want this person who hurt me to face a pylon of hate and threats. <laughs> Um, like we often, I feel like we know not that much about these breakups, partly because it's just not worth it to them to, to air Mm -hmm. out that dirty laundry when it will, it will attract so much vile response. And it will also just be something that then follows them basically forever. Forever. You can never move on. So with that being said, I did see some rumors that this was related to cheating, Um, Reality Steve published a video of Brandon with another woman at a club just a few days before the breakup was announced. Um, But it's very clear that they have chosen not to litigate any of that in public, not to acknowledge it, to deny or confirm, probably keep it drama free. They still have their pictures up together. They still follow each other on Instagram, which is usually a sign that they are very committed to being amicable in public as much as possible. Like, we're not even going to give people the hint of, like, unfollowing each other. Yeah. That that anyone's really upset. I mean, it's a smart, it's a smart strategy. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that there's hurt and stuff we don't know about. And also, like, we don't need to know about it. And yeah. that's very fair. The thing is that you can mute someone on Instagram. Thank God. So, unfollowing I remember when you couldn't. Yeah, I know. I have definitely muted people that I didn't want it to be a thing <laughs> that I unfollowed them. That's what I would probably do in their the situation. The mute button is such a gift. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we also, like, these are unconfirmed rumors, too. So all we know We don't is know what happened. We thought they were going to be together forever, and instead they broke up. And we hope everyone's okay. Another big breakup. Pilot Pete and Kelly Flanagan again. Again. They broke. They dated. 
They broke up. They dated. They broke up. Oh, really brings me back to my college days. When you when you reach the point when you're getting back together and you're like, but we can't tell any of our friends that we're back together because they will give us so much shit. That's when you know things have gone too far. <laughs> it's probably for the best yeah. for both of them that they are no longer together. They also, Peter confirmed this in the most hilarious way possible, I think. I've never seen this avenue for confirming a breakup before. He confirms it in a selfie video posted by a permanent makeup entrepreneur located in Calgary, Canada. (laughs) They're at some sort of like, it looks like they're at some sort of convention or something. And she's posting a little selfie video of her talking to him. And she's teasing him about like, Peter loves my leg hair removal services. No, not for you, for your future wife. And he says, I've still got to find her. And she's like, ladies, he's still single and he's here in Calgary. Honestly, I kind of love this versus the like grainy black and white emotional thing. Just like, yeah, I'm single. Okay. You can yeah. draw your own conclusion. I will be, I will be disclosing that while talking about eyebrow grooming with this makeup artist. It truly, truly incredible stuff. You have to respect the ingenuity. It's so good. It's like, who would ever think to look there for this information? But so Pilot Pete is back on the market, uh, along with Pilot Pete 2, who got sent home night one. Two from, Pilot Pete's, two Pilot out, Pete's. out here prowling around New York City. They're Maybe roaming we'll see the them. city. We'll see them in the wild. <laughs> if on you've that ever note, dreamed, sorry, go on. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll address Kelly's current relationship status. Can you keep up? I like If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head-to-toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts, too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe, and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning ling- 
Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. And yeah, Peter might still be single. Kelly, it appears, is no longer single. Kelly Flanagan posted a photo on Instagram on her grid of her with her new man at an event, looking extremely beautiful and polished. She's in a black silk one-shoulder gown. He's wearing a very slim tux. They look like a couple in a magazine. They are gorgeous together. And like matching. Like they look, they're very, both tall, dark, and handsome, you know, sort of look. Just, yeah, <laughs> like stunning. His name is Ari Raptus. He is a CEO and entrepreneur with various ventures in travel, hospitality, and medical marijuana. I did a little LinkedIn dig. Wow, I love that. I love that journalism. Her mother, Connie, left an incredible comment on this. Did you see this comment? I didn't until you pointed it out in our notes doc, and I'm so (laughs) grateful. It feels very pointed, of course, because we all know Kelly's last boyfriend, and they had a very public relationship, so it feels pointed to have her mom post this kind of rapturous (laughs) ode to the new boyfriend. I'm sure that uh, she's excited that Kelly is out of an on and off situation because from the outside, that never seems like a good idea. No. But here's the comment. Great looking couple. Best of the lot. Guy of my (gasps) dreams for my daughter. Greek, Greek, Greek. What else can I ask for? He's a dreamboat. That's my generation describing a great catch. Go get him, Kelly. We're all behind you. It's truly incredible. Guy of my dreams for my daughter is a wonderful phrase. Greek, Greek, Greek. Greek, It's so important that your daughter be with a Greek man. I think we can all agree he's Greek and we love it. (laughs) I'm so happy for Connie. I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, me too. You know. Good for Connie. Congratulations to Connie. She's been waiting all this time for Kelly to find a man who is so Greek. Greek, Greek, Greek. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? They're both very beautiful. Godspeed to them. Another extremely beautiful couple who seems to be a couple and be going strong, although it has not ever, I think, been fully publicly confirmed, are... Tasha Adams and her crossover reality boyfriend, Luke Goldbranson from Summer House. They were spotted at a Yankees game a few weeks back, and then they were recently photographed together looking cozy at an event in the Hamptons at like one of those big long tables. And she's kind of like leaning into him and he has Mm -hmm. his arm around her. I'm so here for it. Like, yeah, this is, I love, I love a good Bravo 
Bachelor crossover. Yeah. A I, New York power couple. I'm here for it. I, I hope they're doing well. I, I have to say, I'm not a Summer House watcher. And the one Bravo show that I watched recently didn't seem to have any men on it who I would want Tasha to date. So I think that I have this trepidation about her dating it's a fair. Bravo guy because of Tom's. The Luke, Tom's. Is, Luke is a mixed bag, but he's certainly no... He's certainly no Tom Sandoval or even Tom Schwartz. I hope. I hope. I want I want the best for Tasha. I have been enjoying Tasha's Instagram presence lately, which just seems like she is in a wonderful era of just being in a new relationship with a hot guy and like going to Mykonos and wearing floaty gowns and you know, just kind of wafting around, having a great life. life. She's just having a great time. She's like, I am not a part of the Bachelor franchise anymore. I'm going on vacation. I'm doing my like great spawn con for products I actually enjoy. Yeah. I'm dating hot men from the Bravo verse. And yeah. Yeah, she's just I like, love this for her. I'm living a life full of slow and wonderful pleasures. And I and what, I love you that. Know, I love that and I aspire. Yeah. She's she's an inspiration, really. <laughs> we have a few new couples in Bachelor Nation. Not not the most high profile people, but um I still noted them when they came across my Instagram feed. Allie Jacobs from Zach Season posted her new boyfriend on Instagram. He's very cute. He's very bearded. No name or tag. This is the thing. They're not this giving us anything thing. to dig. And I'm like, but I want to find out who they are and what kind of businesses they've started. And you're not really giving me what I need. <laughs> I I can't research this man just based on this photo. I'm not a good enough investigator. It's rude. But um, happy, happy for Allie that she has found a non-Zach option after just a few months. We love that for her. Marlena Wesh from Clayton Season also posted new BF on the grid. Also love no name or tag. Her. Yeah. Don't know who this guy is. He has some good scruff happening. They look very happy. She wrote, happy birthday, my love, with a little heart and a little Italian flag. Yeah. We're unclear if he is Italian or if they were in Italy when these photos were taken. (laughs) Hard to say. Yeah. Again, not enough leads for me, for my my, uh, rudimentary skills, but very happy for them. Yeah. She looks very happy. We always love to see our gals happy. Do you remember Kim Lee? No. She, okay, so remember on Matt James's season when they brought in like five new women week yes. 3? Yes, she was of one course. of those women. And she was so she was basically a non-night one night one girl. She came in that new group of women week 3 and got and sent left home immediately. Immediately. But uh, I remember okay. her and I still followed her because she had such a cool outfit. She had like that bold multicolored two-piece oh yes and i was you know like, i do Justice remember the outfit i remember <laughs> the outfit yeah so she stuck with me because i loved that outfit and i felt robbed of her fashion 
and what she might have brought throughout the season. Okay, yes. You know what? I do remember her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She has a new boyfriend. <laughs> good good for her. I'm so glad. I feel I almost like I'm surfacing her. people who like aren't even in Bachelor Nation at all. I'm like, remember Kim? She was there for 30 seconds. <laughs> she has a boyfriend. His name oh, is I Eric. Just... <laughs> and she ran into the cast of Tell Me Lies in May. Yeah, she's... I'm just looking at her Instagram. She's out there. She's doing stuff. <laughs> she, she's she been dating this guy, Eric, and she posted pictures of them vacationing in Budapest, a trip that they apparently booked one month into dating. Very bold. Well, I'm so glad for Kim and her great fashion. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, um, why Why am I following this person? Oh, she's on The Bachelor. <laughs> I have that. I have that moment sometimes. Yeah. Um, we do have to also talk about a few Batch Nation weddings that happened recently. Yeah. Andy Dorfman, uh, an icon, married her fiancé, Blaine Hart, in Italy last month. This wedding looked insane. It looked absolutely stunning. And the Bachelor Nation representation that I saw um, was Amanda Stanton, Hannah Ann Sluss, Tasha Adams, and then Kelly Travis, who was Andy's best friend from Juan Pablo's season. They yeah. were all in attendance. And Amanda, Hannah Ann, and Tasha all came without partners and did like a girl's trip around Italy surrounding the wedding. So there was some excellent Instagram content. I mean... You put three influencers, like, at a gorgeous Italian wedding. You're going to get some good content. Yeah, it's almost your duty as someone in that world to host a, a lavish destination wedding so that your friends can make good content around it. Tasha's gown, really good. Oh, really I, good. I don't know if I've seen it. What do, what, what's oh, the, I will, I will what's show the you. look? It's, like, a gorgeous black column gown with a beautiful giant black and white floral silk bow that goes down the back. Ooh, beautiful. Very she dramatic. She looked really good. They're all three of them. I love when there's a bachelor wedding like this and you see which people attended and you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> And they're like, these are their friends. Fascinating. How did, how did Andy become close with Hannah Ann? <laughs> when did I miss that? Yeah, I do vaguely remember that, but I didn't realize they were that close. To be honest, I Hannah Ann is someone I always forget existed. And I, it's because I think partly because I didn't cover that season. It was when I was on my maternity leave. Um, and I, I didn't follow all the women automatically the way I normally do mm. when I'm covering it. And so I never ended up following her. I never like stayed clocked into her life and I, so when I i'm reminded that she's around i'm just like oh she's like part of things she's like, right of course besties with andy dorfman i guess i will say that amanda stanton being there is pretty delicious because of course amanda stanton and andy dorfman were both in serious relationships with josh yeah so and we're put through the ringer by that him can, that so. can be a bond that is a trauma bond right there yeah um, I literally, I Googled Andy Dorfman and Amanda Stanton, and the top thing <laughs> is an Us Weekly 
headline, Josh's Murray, Josh Murray's exes, Andy Dorfman and Amanda Stanton bond at stagecoach. <laughs> they bonded all right. <laughs> oh, so, so bachelor. Um, I'm very happy. I'm very happy for them. Happy for Andy. Happy for the content. Happy for the content. We love the content. Um, Colton Underwood also got married last month. He married his fiance Jordan C. Brown in Napa, 200 person wedding. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima were among the guests. I I don't follow Colton closely anymore either. Neither but, do I. Uh, we did. We were. We did know about happy. his engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And Sydney Lotwako from Colton season also got married last month. She's now Sydney Webby. She married Nick Webby last month after three years together. And I say this with love. After so much wedding planning content, <laughs> she was like wedding content on Instagram, wedding content on her podcast. It can become a whole personality. Yeah. Planning a wedding. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do all the work of like meticulously styling all these outfits for the different events and I don't even blame every detail. People. Yeah. Try to make some money off of that, monetize it, put it on Instagram. I respect that. But I am curious to see now how she's going to pivot because well, I that's feel like what that I, was... <laughs> that is what I always wonder. Like if you make your personality wedding and wedding planning, what do you do when your wedding is over? Well, you have a big dopamine crash. Yeah. And you're like, now what is my life? You enter a deep depression and I guess yeah. then you start like having babies. Oh, yeah. Or I was gonna say like decorating your new house or something with no, all the gifts you got for your wedding. They're definitely I, I remember feeling like and I, I didn't make a ton of content out of my wedding, but I did really enjoy wedding planning and getting to like pick out all these aesthetic details and like my taste, you know, like on a grand scale. And then it's over and you're like, well, what now? What now? But also like you want to space out those events and you're I was like I I I want to have like a proper season in my life like now will be my like new newly married decorating and travel era and then there will be the pregnancy era and then the baby era. <laughs> And then you Which, have to disappear from polite society because you're no longer useful as a woman. That's the pro- That's why you got to stretch it out as much as possible, <laughs> like until you have <clears throat> start having the babies. Um, no, then you can become a mommy influencer. Um, which reminds me of another thing that uh, another bit of bachelor news. Uh, Leslie Murphy Kavanaugh. Uh, of course, is pregnant with her second child. She was on Sean Lowe's season. I loved her. We love Leslie. And she has an adorable daughter named Nora. And they just did their gender baby reveal. Oh. oh. Yes, they did do a baby moon. <laughs> they did They did a gender reveal or a sex reveal, I guess. And they're having another girl. So congrats to them again on their pregnancy. Very exciting. 
A lot of Bachelor babies coming down the pipeline again, because, of course, Becca and Thomas are having a a boy. Yeah, good good for everyone. There's just a lot of—there's just such a critical mass of people, and they're all getting older. What would Vanessa Lachey say? She would be so happy. Vanessa would be like, (laughs) not enough wombs are filled. She'd be like, why does Bachelor Nation get all of the babies, and (laughs) I have none, except for all of the— Colby and Madeline babies from the ultimatum. It's hard to be Vanessa. Yeah, she's out here just doing like rogue (laughs) IVF, (laughs) sneaking into people's bedrooms, tampering with their birth control. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So a lot going on, a lot going on in, in Bachelor Nation these days, but nothing compared to what's about to go down because Bachelorette has begun. Bachelor in Paradise is coming down the pike. I'm ready. I'm ready for this season of our lives, which is Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and then I guess Senior Bachelor. Yeah. A lot to look forward to. Um, I want to know when Senior Bachelor is starting. I would really love it if they would wait until I came back from maternity leave. That would be thoughtful. Of them. I'd like to put that in as a request. You're like, like, they're going to air Senior Bachelor only <laughs> over the holidays. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> have you thought about a nice, like, post-Thanksgiving premiere date? <laughs> I'm sure that's what you had in mind. <laughs> It'll probably be, like, I don't know, mid-October or something. Yeah, that would be that would be my guess. Because I, Paradise knows, is going to be maybe end of August, beginning of September. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just rolling with it, okay? I'm just going to let it wash over yeah. me. We're... I hope everyone listened to our night one recap of charity season. Honestly, we had so much fun talking about it with Jill Chin. And we will try to do these news and gossip episodes more as as the news and goss start to really heat up. And on that note, that's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Falland, and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow us, rate us five stars, leave a review. And of course, tell all your friends about our show. Post a black and white photo on Instagram with an earnest caption about it, whatever you need to do. But don't break up with us. <laughs> if, if you want to get in touch, you can always email us at clarentemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see it pod and Instagram at clarentemmapod. You can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at clarenemma.substack.com. We'll be back next week, but a couple days later than usual, with our week two recap of charity season. Stitcher. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. 
I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. 